0: hello everybody hello hello you are watching it's cpa time the newest broadcast of the podcast in your area so cpa stands for three young ladies we are all friends and now i'll do the introduction the c helen leslie
1: hello everybody
0: all right. The P stands for Pam
1: Norros.
0: Hi, everyone. I like that.
2: <laughs> and the like A those.
0: stands for Almeda Johnson. So that's who makes up the CPA, it's CPA time. So we're going to get into it today. Um, We have this segment in our podcast called It's Only One Side. Only One Side. So we have a situation and I need you ladies, my girlfriends, to give me your opinion concerning it. So I'm going to read through it. And at the end, we're going to discuss it. Y'all ready? Ready. Ready. All right. All right. And it says, help, help. My career decision is harming my marriage. Since I was a teenager, I knew that I wanted to work in the medical field. College neared, I dispersed children. So after high school, I enrolled in a nursing school and went on to be hired at my local children's hospital. I was a nurse when I married my husband And he has always been supportive of my career. Recently, a little girl had to be rushed to my hospital and ended up having to stay for about one week. She was such a sweetheart and I really enjoyed stopping by her room to make sure that she and her family were comfortable and well taken care of. Admittedly, I tend to become attached and care a lot about the kids that I help. So it is always really devastating when we aren't able to save our patients. Oh. Sadly, this little girl died and I was
1: heartbroken.
0: I've seen patients die and my heart breaks every time it happens. So I ended up quitting my job almost immediately because I just didn't want to see any more children die. I couldn't keep going, feeling as if I was unable to save them. Thankfully, I made enough money to be able to build a nice savings. But my husband was furious when he heard this, saying, that patients, having patients die is just a part of the job and that I need to grow up. But in all honesty, it depresses me more and more every time it happens. So this is the question, what should I do? What should I do? Who wants to tackle it first?
1: Um, oh,
0: go. go ahead, Pam. If you want to go first, go ahead. Because
3: I was—I was, I was going to ask a question. Because you know, what question is she asking? Should she go back to work? Should she, uh, not go back to work? <laughs> I mean, but um, you you go ahead, Carolyn. I'll—I'll. I, they'll give me something to go off. I'm—I'm I'm a little confused. <laughs>
1: Well, I'm trying to keep in mind there's only one side. So when she said, what should she do? Um, Obviously, she's having some trouble um, dealing with what she has to go through at work. And being that I do have two daughters, you know, in the medical field. And sometimes they're, you know, dealing with issues like that where they may not be able to save a patient, you know, Mm-hmm. And so they they said it's just like nurturing your own child. You do get attached to the patients, especially when you have them for a period of time. So my thing is to really sit down and evaluate whether or not you're going to continue your career in the medical field because you you put a lot into it. You spend so many nights up studying and like I said, I have two daughters myself and mm-hmm. Mama couldn't help with nothing. All I could do is listen to their pain and their crying and and, and wanting to quit and one having to um encourage the other. We're gonna do this, we're gonna do this. And, and and I've heard so many nurses say it's so hard. So I feel like you put so much into it. Um maybe you can Maybe open up a a place where you're not directly in contact with patients. Maybe you can't oversee someone who has more upfront and close, you know, uh, a personal relationship with the patients. So it won't affect you so much. Um, And and, 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 and sit down and talk to hubby. You know, I've saved this money, you know, so I can, uh, you know, come up with other ideas. I think it's worth a conversation. It's worth it. Just sit down and talk and, and and find other ways to stay, you know, stay in your capacity of 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 working, you know, uh in the medical field. Just just figure out another way where you don't have direct contact with them.
0: I like that. Yeah. Oh, I like that.
1: Thank
3: you. Um, I agree. Um that was uh a thought that had come to me was that um i can understand the day-to-day contact of caring for mm-hmm. um people who um may eventually pass on it is is devastating and the more it happens the more it builds up in you um and uh but if you love the medical field, like Sister Carolyn said, just find another avenue. you don't have to work at a children's hospital um which usually if the if a child is is in the hospital, they have major issues mm-hmm. um and so the treatment there is going to be more intense, but you could always work for a pediatrician mm-hmm. you could um, open uh some type of home health office that um where you would send out nurses and not sit you know and not yourself you would do more of the administrative side um there are other avenues where you can use your your nursing knowledge so if uh she wants to continue in the medical field just she needs six or those avenues. Um it did uh, I felt some type of way when she made that statement about her hubby. Um <laughs> and the fact that she saved, you know, she made uh, saved a pretty good amount of money. Um which means she made, you know, she made a great salary. Um, but for him to just tell her, you know, it made it sound like, you know, he told her, you know, we need this money. You need to suck it up. We need this money. And so uh, it just made me feel some type of way. so that's why I questioning what advice is she looking for? Um it sounded like had she already quit her job? She already quit, right? She already quit, yes. So that decision's already made. Um, So uh, she needs to talk with her husband and they plan, you know, where do they go from there? Because even though she's the one that's working, it's still going to affect the entire household. Um, so they should sit Sit down together and work out where do they go, um, in order to keep accomplishing their, you know, their goals. Mm
2: -hmm. Uh,
3: But uh, yeah, I was like, what are you asking? Are you, you know, do you want to do what the husband say and go back to work? And I mean, I could never be a nurse. I would just boo-hoo because when people have problems, I suck them inside and their problems. <laughs> my problems. And, you know, and what happens to them hurts me. You know, I'm one of those girlfriends where you've told me about what your boyfriend has been doing to you or your husband has been doing to you and we're both mad and I'm you know, commiserating with you, but now you've forgiven uh-huh. But I'm still mad, and you know. I'm it, I want to talk you know, I'm still mad. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, I'm one of those people. So, <laughs> I, I nursing nursing was not. Although I can I care for people, I I don't think I could survive, especially not a children's hospital.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, yeah, okay. but yeah, that's why. All right. So this is this is my take on the story. And we just have one side. So um, our audience out there, we are basing our decisions based on just the one side that we have. In the beginning, she was extremely, I could tell the energy. She loved what she was doing. Um, and then towards the end, two things happened. The, the patient died. And her husband was dissatisfied with her decision in quitting her job. Her question was, what should I do? As a nurse, um that's real. And it's called burnout. Um, you may think that you don't experience it because you've seen other people experience it. Uh-huh. But it is a real thing. Right. I think you should take time to... Um, have that break from work. I think you should take that time to have that break. Don't immediately go and get another nursing job that solely focus on the children. Explain to your husband uh-huh. your career takes a lot out of you. It's not an admin assistant. It's not, um, Working in a factory, it's it tugs at your physical and your emotional, and um, that's day in and day out. And so we as human beings have to have that opportunity and that moment to recharge. I fear that when if she does go back, because the husband may be demanding um, that the money come that she may do uh, the wrong decision cause it'll be under mental duress and she won't perform at her best. So the patient, the child, uh, the children that are sick may not get the best care. So it's important that we as women take time out to take time off. Uh-huh. So I applaud her for recognizing um oh, this has gotten to be too much. You know, she was saying that okay, um she it, it really is getting to her when the patients pass away and this last little one, it's just she really got attached to um the patient. So, it's okay. It's perfectly okay to
2: to mm-hmm. take care.
0: And that's something that we don't that we don't do because we always keep going. And um, her husband is going to be resistant again. We just have one side of the story. He, he may be resistant, but I think that once she really talks to him and explains to him the situation, then he may get a better understanding. Um, because to me, it's, it's, it's classic burnout. Mm-hmm. And you need to take that time in order to take care of you yourself mentally.
1: And, and and like you said, it's okay to not be okay. And and we've been trained and taught that, you know, it's not okay, but uh it's okay. It's okay to take time because once your you know, your mind goes <laughs> you have all the savings you want, you won't be able to help anybody, in yourself, nobody else, you know, so there are many, 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 many levels to to uh to working in the, nurse, in the uh, medical field. And what I'm seeing mm-hmm. a lot is urgent care popping up. And uh, I think I mentioned, I know Pam mentioned, Amita may have mentioned that too, try a supervisor's role mm-hmm. where you delegate, you know. Yeah. Anything to help yourself if you want to, if you don't want to leave it all together. Cause I think right now from the way the story went, she let it go because she's losing those patients and and, and that's a good thing to be a nurturer you know to your to your patient but when it starts to get up here yeah
2: yeah take the time
1: to figure out you know what what path you're going to take next
0: and you know it's just it it reminds me about the olympics uh that that just recently happened this summer and um with the um What's the Simone. young lady's name?
2: Simone. Simone. By Simone.
0: Simone um, mm-hmm. She recognized that, okay, I need to step back for a minute. And even um, everybody in the competitive world is like, oh, no, you can't do that. That's, that's death to your mm-hmm. um, gymnastics career. You can't do that. Just push through it or whatever. And that was a lot of pressure on her to continue on. But she stood her ground mm-hmm. to say, no. I need to take this time. And people are still saying, you know, the Olympics only comes around so many times in your lifetime. And you, you, you know, this is a once in a lifetime thing. And she still saying, No, this is what I need to do for me. Mm-hmm. Sometimes what you need to do for you is on the popular with everyone but mm-hmm. you. Mm-hmm. Because you may be the anchor. In a lot of relationships, friendships, work relationships, church relationships, uh-huh. um, just uh, the whole gamut. Which a lot of women carry that torch, but it's okay to say I'm putting my torch down. And sometimes you say I'm putting my torch down. I don't care if you get picked up or not. You know, <laughs> you just have to. You just have to take care of yourself. So this to. To me, this was like a cry for help, and um, I would encourage this this nurse to stand to to stand up for herself to say, "Okay, I got to bring this money here." But for right now, mm-hmm. we're going to go off these days. We're going to do what we can do.
3: Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I heard, um, in your example of Simone Biles, her other teammates picked up. Mm-hmm. put down, and they were very successful. Mm-hmm. The Olympics went on. Our people still won. Everything did not have to rest on that one person's shoulder. Right. And you cannot put that type of pressure on just one person. And, and I, she I, she, did correct, she did the correct thing. You know, she had to look out for herself, and and she had to sit it down and she sat it down
0: and the world kept spinning. Yep. Yeah. The world. Kept I oh. enjoyed, I enjoyed this commentary. I this did was too. good. This was good. So I, yes. I hope our audience, I hope our audience really uh, was able to glean some nuggets from that, uh, that maybe you may be experiencing those types of things. Um, uh, And it may help you to um, get through something, something in your personal situation. Um, We're going to pivot right now and we're going to go into our topic. And today's topic is what you
2: saying?
0: What you saying? So um, we're going to talk about communication. And what I want to talk about with communication is two things. What you're saying and, and how delivering what you're saying. So talk about what you're saying and how you're delivering what you're saying. And I want to, I want to um, kind of go from the standpoint of friendships, and long-term friendships that um, maybe a friend needs to be told something that's not so favorable. Okay. But it needs to be said so that there can be a turnaround. So what do you say to that friend to help them and then how do you say it? Because you have love on the line. You have the long-term relationship on the line. So Carolyn,
1: what do you think about that? It's strange that this, <laughs> this came about the communication because this is how I see it um, in terms of friendship. I always want to say what I want it to me. And that's kind of my uh, my stance on that. I always want to say, or say what I have to say in a manner that I want the other person to uh, reciprocate. Okay. And I think that's fair. Uh, it's not asking anything that I wouldn't do or or, or what I wouldn't expect. And so that's kind of how I do friendship. And as a matter of fact, right before we got on. I have a, a best friend of, oh, my God, 20 uh, some years, and we don't talk all the time. We, we okay. used to talk all the time, but no matter when we do talk, she never changes. Like, she doesn't say, oh, you don't call me no more, or I ain't talked to you in a while. She had just texted me and said, you're in my thoughts, I love you, and that's enough for me, you know,
2: um,
1: and so I said, so are you, and we said hearts. Right. And then some Saturday mornings, if I can get time in, and she has her own business. She's a school teacher as well. And she um, has her own business. She has a clothing line, and uh, she, has some good, she has some good stuff.
2: And I want to
1: give y'all that clothing line. And uh, me being plus size. She got stuff to fit me and I love it, you know? And so she's a busy, busy woman and her daughter is just breaking off into entrepreneurs. Yeah, I need that link. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I'm telling you, she is so remarkable. Not once have we had a falling out. We have disagreements now because we're humans and I don't expect her to uh, see everything my way. And she doesn't expect me to see everything her way.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And sometimes if, if things are getting a little heated, we both are trained women uh, in friendships that we know how to, how to push and pull. Oh, and so we keep, we keep a certain level of respect for each other. She's not my only friend, but she's one of my closest friends that, like a sister, you know, like when I'm really, really, really going through, um, when she, she always tell me, you saved me what I was going through. I don't see that, you know, I don't see it, but she always tell me, she always reminds me if it's once every three, four years, you save me in my darkest hour. So I take a hold of that and I put it in the back of my mind and I keep it, you know, I keep it there so when I reach out to someone or or they reach out to me, I, I just wanna respect that, you know, I wanna respect uh where what position that, that friendship uh lies at and so when it comes to communication it's so simple treat others the way you want to be treated it's no big uh to do the you know thing that you need to do just be as pure as you can be as honest as you can because I got some friends I, I I literally probably could take a hammer too because <laughs> I have some that I find myself trying to, call myself trying to preach to and say, hey, now you, you know that ain't right. To move away from the negative aspect of
2: the friendship. Uh-huh.
1: Uh-huh. And real understanding that, I mean, you you have more than one girlfriend. So you, you know how to divide your time. And so you have another friend say, well, she may not like somebody in your circle and she'll begin to speak negative about, um, Mary, I'm just gonna use Mary for an example. And you say, mm-hmm. Well, no, Mary, it's up to you to to go back and fix that comment, don't let her get away with it. Hey, that's so, that's, so good. that's so yeah. good because I think as sisters, we do that too much. And Oh, mm-hmm. yeah, uh, Mary is like that, you're right, yeah, Mary, you know, say, Well, no, I don't see Mary like that, and we mm-hmm. all have work that we need to do on ourselves. That was a joke. Yeah. with me about that. Don't go along with people when they're saying something about another person, especially if it's a negative, you know, comment or something like that. Now if they're trying to help it, we're trying to pull together to help Mary. And we gotta figure out how we can, you know, pull together to help her, not to just cause she's already going through. So me saying, well that's good for her because she shouldn't do this and that that doesn't help the friendship. So that's kind of how I approach. Communication. Oh, yeah. that was some gems in that conversation. So,
0: to our audience, if you're not taking notes, put the notes. Take some notes, because what Carolyn just said—you know, treat people the way you want to be treated. Uh, stand up for people when you know what somebody else is saying is not true. And um, wow, that was good. That was good. Okay, Damn. amen. Amen. <laughs> oh,
3: that was good. I um, I'm not sure what I can add to that, but um, as far as communicating um with long term friends, um, I think one thing that we should uh maybe take care with is just because you've been friends for however long does not mean that you can say whatever comes to your mind to say. Uh, Some people say, well, I should say anything to you because we've been friends for this long and I'm just going to say what was true and I'm just going to say what I want to say. Well, no.
2: No, you no. just can't do people like
3: that. You can't do, right. You can't uh-uh. do people like that. Um, even if what you're saying is true, even if that person is having a problem, uh, unless they come to you directly and say, you know, I need your help with this problem, or I think I'm having a problem with so and so, you know, that if they open the door to you, to To be able to speak truthfully on um, right. or whatever, then that's yeah. one thing, and even then you still have to guard what comes out of your mm-hmm. mouth because you want what you're saying to be of a help mm-hmm. and not uh, uh not something that's gonna hurt them or drive them away mm-hmm. from seeking help or damaging you know. To self-esteem, or uh, you know, to their to their sense of self. So, um, I hear a lot of people saying, you know, saying that nowadays that you know they, you know, I'm just going to say whatever I want to say. You know, I'm just going to say whatever comes to my mind, and they think that they're being. I I don't know what they think they're being. If they, you know, maybe they think they're being. I just got to be me. I just got to be me and say say what I want to say, and um, but we can't survive in this world treating each other that way. Uh-uh. We yeah.
2: have to
3: have we have to guard what we say with compassion, uh, with empathy, um, with love. Right. That's right. There's, there's uh-huh. a, there there are ways to say things. You can. That's right. You can say the same thing in several ways, you know, depending on what perspective you come from. You can uh-huh. be mean about it, you can be good natured about it, you can be jokey about it, you can come at it from a place of love, but you know, know, your, know who you're speaking to, know how they receive information and process information. Right, wow, wow. And provide it to them in a way that you know it will be received very well. You know, we're so bad about uh um when we want to say something that we know people are gonna get mad at, we the the first thing we say is now I don't mean to (laughs) offend anybody or you know, we we preface it. Well, if you if you got to preface it with that, then you know you're about to say something that I'm not right. gonna. Learn. So gauge whether or not you
0: should continue. Pam, <laughs> <laughs> that is that is that is spot on. My next question was going to be, how do you handle this situation? Um, that's just the way I am. And I call it the pop-off communication. Mm. What you say? Yeah. Everything they say, they popping off. Mm. They popping off. Well, that's just the way I am. I'm just direct, and she just needs to hear it. Um, and then when you make a decision to sever that relationship, and um you're being labeled as Overly sensitive, labeled as a hater. Uh, right. You're being labeled as goody two shoes. Right.
2: Well, talk to that. Talk to that. Hmm. Um, <laughs> about,
3: um I don't think we should worry too much about um what people have to say when you have to do something that is good for you. For you and your mental health.
0: Say that, um, Say that one more right, time. So right. that our audience. <laughs> can hear it one more time.
3: Uh, you should not care. What other people think. When you have to make decisions. That are for the good. Of your mental health. Because we will drive ourselves. Batty.
2: Mm-hmm. Trying to please
3: people and trying to do things in ways that we think other people want us to do when mm-hmm. we know that's not what we want to do. Mm-hmm. And um, I really don't... I, I, I try not to cut off people completely, but <laughs> when they show you themselves... If you have to. You have to know. Okay. Well, I know you now, so I'm going to limit my contact with mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. I'm not going to be available every time you call. You're going to be one of those where I'm going to look at the phone
2: mm-hmm. and
0: ignore. <laughs>
3: you know. I don't think yeah. I can
0: deal with her today. Yeah. I'm not going mm-hmm. to answer. Yeah, I'm going to pick up. I'm going to pick up for abuse. Right. Yeah. right. Nah, <laughs> <Ooh, laughs> right. right. oh, today, today, abuse yes. is calling. Abuse <laughs> is on line one. Right? Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> right, right, and you know,
3: <laughs> you don't have to take it. We don't have to take it. <laughs> exactly. Right. No. no. Not today.
1: No. Yeah. yeah. And we have to take that stand. You know. Uh, well, I mean, it just really just just gave it a label because that's what it is. Yeah. And, and, and I know all of us, we have a, a certain spot in our heart for people and we just want the best. But one thing I have learned, especially recently, is to pull back from people when they're in that negative mindset. They're not willing to change. And you've had this conversation with them over and over and over again. And every time they come into your space, they negative. It's going to weigh on you. Mm-hmm. Yes, I'm telling you, yes. Cut it. yes. Cut it. You will not be able to get through to my line anytime you want again. Mm-hmm. You, when I decide that I want to say hi, I'm going to pick it up. Or I might text you and just say, hey, just checking up. No. Because I'm telling you, that stuff will leap into you. And you'll find yourself acting a fool too. Or saying right. the wrong right. thing because some people don't see it. And so I me to call it what a pop-off communication. Yeah. <laughs> where and, come supposed to see she it. come. She come. Right. Yeah. That's just me. I'm I'm just like that. Mm-hmm. When you take yourself and your <laughs> thoughts and stay over there with it, because I'm not willing to let you come in and take my peace. And that's right. all I've been meditating on is my peace. And you shouldn't have to you shouldn't have to have those kind of boundaries, but trust me when I tell you, you got to have
2: them.
1: Yeah. And I know all y'all done been through it. Yes. I'm telling you, I'm yes. not willing to let it go. I'm going to hold his peace.
2: Mm-hmm. One girl mm-hmm. said,
1: one of my coworkers, she's tickling me so bad. She posted something. She said, I fought too long and hard to get my peace. And I will fight long and hard to keep it. Yes. yes. You, have to. you just got to say, hey, no ma'am, not today. Stay with you. Mm-hmm. And, and, and we don't know if it's an assignment of the enemy to come into your life and steal your peace. We don't, you know. You sometimes I feel like, like the, the enemy has assigned people to me mm.
2: to come, and I
1: just refuse to give it up. Right, so, right. I just had to limit the phone kind of phone calls, like me to say abuses. Call, uh-uh. <laughs> you won't get to, you won't get through to 820 62-820-2328. <laughs> yeah, I'm saying it on the air serious i am about it you will not get through anymore yes yes so, thank you i i'm telling you, this topic is crazy <laughs> thank you. girl i can kiss your girl okay and, and pam pam just put the season all on it you know about if, if that person processed like that got you gauge yourself but then you also watching how does this person process stuff is she gonna yes. really miss it or is she gonna process, process it in a negative uh, light? Mm-hmm. And, and when she does, she gonna pop out on he, he or she, they're gonna pop out on somebody. Right.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Right.
0: So, so this, this is crazy. This is this is something that I need help in. Mm-hmm. I don't catch a lot of innuendos. I do. It is difficult for me to read between the lines. My husband say, <laughs> you so complex, you don't even get that. <laughs> you can get the complex stuff, but the little simple, simple stuff, stuff, they would try. So, for example, someone um, that you just meet and you just be learning them, becoming their friend, they're hinting around that they want you to pay for something for them. Mm-hmm. Okay, I, I, and I'm not saying that <laughs> I intentionally, y'all. I don't catch it. I, real talk, I don't catch it. So what you saying? And when I when I say it to them like that, like what you saying is like, well, you know, if you, you you can pay for that for me, I was like, well, if you wanted me to purchase it for you, just ask yes. me. Mm-hmm. See, then I get a little bit perturbed because uh-huh. yeah. you're trying to use me. Mm-hmm. Wow. So I just don't catch. Why are people not clear in their communication? Um, is it that they're trying to get over and that's the way they've always mm-hmm. been? Because you're new to them. It's like, get with the program or something. I don't get stuff sometimes and it just go over my head and I just be like, oh, okay, whatever. And they, and they probably think I'm ignoring them or something, but I, I just <laughs> I really didn't catch
2: it.
3: I'm with you on that, though I I am not one of those that uh, read between the <laughs> lines. Yeah. I, yeah.
2: Don't,
3: don't hint to me. Yes, 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 yes. just say it. Otherwise, I feel like you know, are you trying to manipulate me, you know, or take advantage of me?
2: Yeah,
3: yeah. Um, When all you have to do is just just ask me, or you know, hey Pam, I'm a little short today. Uh, Um I can't go to lunch with you. Then you know, okay. oh, girl, I got you. Come on. hmm. Yeah. So I, you know, I want your company. But don't be one of those people that, you know, we're sitting down at lunch and, you know, now all of a sudden it's time to pay and. You get on your
0: phone.
3: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, or you oh say, Lord. <laughs> okay. The wrong purse. I don't have my wallet, you know. Mm-hmm. You know, with some excuse, cause you know, I may look like I'm rolling in prosperity, but who who's to say I had enough to cover your bill too? Right. right exactly. so, <laughs> you might be there washing dishes playing around. So, yeah. you yeah. know, um, which I enjoy you girls' company, but I have very few female friends. Okay. Because okay. Of, uh, I've heard, um, I'm a straightforward talker but I have had several people in the midst of a conversation, they'll start looking at me and like, are you talking about me? Are you trying to talk about me on the slide? Like, what are you talking about? I'm talking about my situation. (laughs) I'm talking about me. What they got to do with you? You know? (laughs) And, and, And I'm not one of those people. I don't, I'm not, if I have something to say to you, I'm I'm going to say it. I Mm -hmm. am not going to be talking about you on the slide. Right, right, right. But I don't get those cues. But I've had that happen to me or said to me uh, on several occasions. And so I tend to back away from female friendships because (laughs) they will analyze every word. Every you want, yeah, you raise your (laughs) eyebrow, you know, there's a meaning behind everything
0: that you, yeah, and it's really not,
2: yeah, and
1: and it's not, and that's too much work. (laughs) (laughs) Well, well, let me ask y'all something right, okay, on the the flip side of of them throwing out hints that they want you to pay for their meal, what about when you? really mean to do well and you do pay for a person's meal and um they get up from the table never say thank you Mm. and and, and they're so yeah so (laughs) mean-spirited that you ain't you ain't got the sense to say thank you and then you
2: know you get up and
1: walk off like like It's expected, Uh, yeah. Like you got, like you're entitled to for somebody to pay for your food, and you can't even say thank you. I'm like,
2: wait, I ain't even had that money
1: to spare, first of all. But I wanted to show you that, you know, if I ask you to go somewhere with me or whatever, then I'm, I'm, I'm mainly going to take care of the expenses. But I was always taught to say thank you. Mm-hmm. He yes. Lepers. He talked about the ten lepers that that he healed. You know, mm-hmm. Jesus, only one came back, and, and so we know that that when you are ungrateful, that's to me, that's a sin. You can't come back and say thank you to a person. Not yes. that you yes. don't, don't have it. It. Not not it. Want it so much, but you deserve it. You right. $100 right. A hundred dollars for your food. You you get up on the table and walk off. Mm, oh I mean, and,
0: and then this is this is the flip side of me being dense. Then they be mad at me. <laughs> and i be like, da-da-da. <laughs> and it's like, and like this is not at my current job, not at my current job. I've had a lot of jobs, so you won't be able to identify which one it was. But in my working years, a coworker said, you know, Johnny mad at you. I'm like. What about? Right. You know, know, the other day. And I was like, what about the other day? And well, you know, so you said, I don't know nothing. Me and Johnny (laughs) talk for all of one and a half minutes. What is you talking about? (laughs) And so I just be like, and they be like, you really don't. I said, I don't get it. And until Johnny comes talk to me, it's a non-issue to me. So right. then they can me, man. It's like you don't know. I said I'm gonna tell you to. I'ma tell you like this. Johnny needs to talk to me directly. Now take that back to him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know because it's like Johnny mad at me. I don't know why he mad at me. What right. he mad at me about is is it's irrelevant because you didn't have the the gumption to to approach me directly. So no, I don't know what you're talking about. That's right.
1: That's right. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Uh-huh. So I had one situation where I worked. The guy was um, hitting on me. I was single. He was hitting on me. I I, I picked up that vibe. <laughs> I won that dance. <laughs> but I, I I said to him, I said, you don't like me. And he said, huh? I said, you don't like me. I said, what do you want? He said, no, girl, I like you. I was like, you don't like me. I said, when you are ready to tell me what you want, Mm. uh, then I tell you why you don't like me.
1: Wow.
0: So I was in a human resource position and he wanted me to uh, hire one of his relatives. And I said, you didn't pin it on the lunch. You didn't have to do this. You didn't have to do that. I said, I'm gonna tell you why you don't like me like that. I said, every lady I've ever seen you with is opposite of me. She's tall, I'm short. She's um, skinny, I'm thick. I said she has long hair, I have short hair. I said she's light skin, I'm dark. Every woman and he, we have. I've probably been working there for like six, seven years. Every lady he ever dated fit that uh-huh. criteria. She was tall, light skin. She was fine. Okay, as they say, she was fat. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm dark and short. <laughs> you don't like me. What do you want? <laughs> and he was like, "Well, you know that application." I was like, "Why don't you just come in here and and say, uh, can you can you look at that application now? Either we're gonna tell you yes or no. Mm-hmm. So you didn't even have to Bro. go through all this rigmarole mm-hmm. and." and Put up this side. I said, and best of friends. I see him. Hey, dude, what's up? He's like, Hey, what's going on? You know, and it's just like, Why you? And he was like, You gonna tell? Me? I said, Yeah, I'm gonna tell you why you don't like me, cause I ain't seen now what I mean with you. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you broke it down. You broke it so down. What you
0: saying? What you saying, dude? <laughs> <laughs> oh oh wait. It's it's just something. It's just something that people are. To so, mm. <laughs> <was a> butter, <laughs> kind
1: of
3: butter you up to, to, to yes yes. So um, Yo, I
1: don't know. Wilson, I just Yo, Wilson was too much for him. I guess, girl. Your Wilson was too much for him.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> you seen him running, really? So yeah. Yeah, so that was that was that was
0: something. That was this, and I just you know when people talk in circles and stuff, mm-hmm. and when it comes to me, you in that circle by yourself. I just <laughs> right. you know you in the circle by yourself, and they'll probably go tell their friends or whatever. She ain't catch on to nothing. I saying, oh.
1: <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> but really, you're on top of it, you know. Mm-hmm. Even I tell I tell men when I meet men and they try to come with that little raggy conversation. <laughs> I say, Hey, watch your mouth. You know, there's a certain way you gotta talk to me. Mm-hmm. I respect you. I want you to respect me. I don't need you telling me nothing about your private parts because I want to know what's up here first. I don't wanna know what's you know, so mm-hmm. it makes you so sick mm-hmm. that and I actually told him. I said, well, "You know, when am I going to meet a man that's going to tell me something different?" Ooh. I said, and, and and he didn't catch that. answer. You know, he was like, "I got you." He said, try out talk uh, game. Uh, uh,
2: when am I going to meet a man who can show me yeah. something
1: different? Yeah, uh, I know that,
2: right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> he <just> went, oh, going <laughs> you know,
1: to talk about that.
2: <laughs> yes, you
1: know, I yes, yes. what I can do even sending out emojis with your talk if you, you want to live on this earth don't send that no more please <laughs> never do because it, I'm please. not interested in that at my age don't you think I've seen that and and, and you know yeah. <laughs> that's the first thing they try to do is appeal to your section baby you ain't getting there mm-hmm. that's the last thing you get from me mm-hmm. and, it if it right. ever happened which I seriously doubt but just because you talking, they kind of talk. I said, change the conversation. Oh, I got to hit that. I'm going to hit that, that dial on that receiver.
2: <laughs> I
1: want to hear that. Because I don't even know. You don't even know me that well.
2: Ooh, maybe, I, uh, maybe I can do
1: something that to you. And your father is, is literally flipping and flipping. And like, he don't really get it, do it
0: <laughs> no, no, some of them, they no. just don't. They just really don't. They don't. They just don't.
3: And they're just letting you know, I already know Then that that's all you want from me.
1: You that's don't all. want anything else about me. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. And if you mm-hmm. hold out long enough, you'll see them going on by their business because they want to add you to their book. Yeah. Okay. When, you, when you hold up and be that woman that God called you to be that queen, mm-hmm. uh, they'll notice that the phone calls get less. You
2: know. Mm-hmm. Yep. Phone Sorry. calls... Just That's kid,
3: true. Uh, and uh, all you, all you can say is thank you, Lord, for right. having me hold down long enough to see the real person, right? Right. right. That was trying to step into my right. life. Exactly. I'm alone. Amen. Amen.
2: Yeah.
0: yeah. Well, how do how, how do you how do you ladies? Uh, what piece of advice can be given? Um, to younger ladies uh, because we're all same age bracket to um, edify instead of tear down uh, to be positive and to encourage one another Uh, because I see so much hate with social media the way that it is Uh, any way you can shoot your shot that's what the young people say shoot your shot at somebody
2: that's um, how they do it
0: what what piece of advice can be given to those in our audience today that's listening that
1: may be experiencing those things i think first they got to know who they are you got if you don't know who you are you you you'll just find yourself missing into every identity that you come across. Good, that's and You'll find yourself just, oh, he wants me to be this, so I'll be this. He wants me to be this, so when I meet him, I'm going to be this. You never take a stand and, and tell tell that guy who now No, I'm a queen. You're going to respect me as one. We're mm-hmm. going to talk to each other on this level, not you know, on, on that level. Right. So to, my advice is just don't be in such a hurry and, and figuring out or wondering, is it going to pass me by? I don't mm. know if y'all ever watched the Aspire channel with Khadija and those two twins, and their mom went single for 32, 33 years, but she's married the man of her dreams. Mm. And, and it's good. If you ever watch Aspire, most times they show reruns. You make and catch it. It's real good. It was encouraging to me. Like, Carolyn, don't give up. 33 years. And now she's the man of her dreams. She said he's everything she ever prayed for. Mm. (laughs) Okay, Pam,
0: what advice? Oh, my
3: advice, um, as uh, Sister Carolyn said, you know, you have to know yourself. Okay, Don't rush, we look around uh and this is for uh the men that try and enter your life as well uh, as the female friends that try to enter your life.
2: Hmm. You
3: know, we think we have to do all these different things to blend in and to get people to like us, you know, like if there's a group of girls that you want to be friends with and they all wear long weave and uh, pull makeup at noon and you know, the, the, that whole look, you know, cut Uh out and belly showing and you feel like you have to dress that way and act the way that they act in order to become their friend. Mm -hmm. That's that's not a circle that you should belong to if you have to do those things. You know, the same thing with the men. Uh, you want to have a, a a man in your life, but if he, if all he talks about is your body and how he can get next to you and you know uh, at one point I decided hmm. you know If if the first thing a man says out of his mouth is when can I come over and see you, (laughs) (laughs) you can see that's it.
1: We
3: done.
2: <laughs> <laughs> like, deuces,
0: hashtag not today.
3: <laughs> <laughs> not today. It ain't hashtag never. <laughs> <laughs> right. You've you made your intention known. Okay. Exactly. You don't want to take me to the movies. You don't want to take me out to eat. You want to go- come. Where can I come? Where can I come over and see you? <laughs>
0: oh, it was so nice meeting you. You have a great life. Right. Um, dude I'm homeless. Deal with that.
2: Right.
0: I'm homeless. <laughs> what you going to do now You going want to come to the shelter? I don't think so. Mm. <laughs> Next. You right. know, we, we
3: we have to we have to be careful. We have to uh and this is from experience because when I was younger, I I didn't have many boundaries. You know, I was I'm, I was out having fun. I was partying. I was, ooh, I like you. You like Mm -hmm. me. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But all we're doing is physical shallow stuff. You know, we're not a real relationship. You know, but you want to have somebody there. That's not what's important, honey. When you when you get when you get uh on in age, you will Come to realize that, but don't wait until you get older. The younger you are, the better off your life will be. And the better off your chance will be that you will be free and open and available for the people that God wants to put into your life.
0: Amen.
3: Amen. I like that. Yeah, your life won't be cluttered with all these unnecessary people that are probably really just draining you. Mm -hmm. Just pulling everything Uh you they can get and not pouring
0: anything back. Girl, I can you know when you have your cell phone, (laughs) you know your cell phone will tell you that there are some apps draining your battery power. Yeah. Do you want to put those apps to sleep or what do you want to do with yeah. them? That if your phone can tell you that you got some apps that's kind of like lingering and they draining, baby, yeah. you got yeah. need to cut some people out.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Are you sure you want to delete this app? I'm <laughs> oh, sorry. For, sorry, yes. Yes. Go.
0: Yes. No yes. More, yes, no more trials, yes. No
3: more free trials. I am <laughs> right. More free trials.
2: Yeah, it's over. The free free is gone. No.
3: No. You know series that people want me so bad they gave me a three month free trial. <laughs> no more <laughs> free trials no Come free on.
2: Trials. No, no more mm. free
3: trials. Young mm. lady, please, with this
0: wisdom. Please. Please, honey. Please, please, please. Right. This please. has been an awesome discussion. And this is one that I myself am going to go back and listen to. So if I'm going to listen to it, I know the audience is probably going to go back and listen to it. too. We want to say thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for joining us for tuning in to our podcast. But we also want to encourage you to share. Share, 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 because if you got something out of it, maybe somebody else close to you
1: will get something
0: out of it. So we ask that you would share this because we're trying to impact just if you just get one little pearl of wisdom from this, that's one thing that you learned that you Mm -hmm. did not know. And now that you have learned it, you can apply it. Yeah. Um, so even if it's t- next time old dude come up to you with that crazy line and then you hear our voices or you see our faces in your mind, you would be like, baby, he is draining my battery. Mm-mm, I don't need but, you. Don't know. Know. So, delete.
2: delete. delete. Yeah, I'm sure okay.
0: So we have learned a lot of things, a lot of things, but mainly uh, we want to say thank you And catch us the next time when we are on our podcast. This is It's CPA Time. Signing out. (laughs) Bye, everyone. Bye. Bye. Bye.